5: Hi, Fullcast friends. Before you listen to the live show we recorded in Michigan, I want to take a second and thank a few people. First, we want to thank the Ann Arbor District Library and their staff for hosting us. They were great to work with, they have a beautiful space, and they were totally cool with us saying curses. Second, we also want to thank Brian Cook and the MGO blog crew, both for their support of the charity drive year after year and for participating in our weird podcast. We sincerely hope being associated with us does not damage their future career or academic opportunities.
4: I'm Rich Reddy, Marketing Communications Manager, and I'm pleased to welcome tonight's esteemed guests. <laughs> The Shutdown Fullcast, the internet's only college football podcast, has been entertaining and antagonizing college football fans worldwide since 2013. Today, on the summer solstice, and for the very first time in podcast history, they've ventured into the wild heart of Big Ten country in celebration of the internet's only college football team, Michigan. Library. When the full cast put out the call looking for venues in Ann Arbor willing to host their live show, the Ann Arbor District Library said, How high? Because what's more on brand than that? So please help me welcome Spencer Hall, Jason Kirk, Ryan Nanny, and Brian Floyd.
5: and y'all keep it down this
6: is a library
5: (laughs) so before we get started we have one more seating offer it has a catch two people can sit in those seats you will be briefly kicked out for a segment at some point the rest of the show you can have them first two go for it go for Uh, it
3: it's it's the first come first we now have two
5: front row seats for anybody who wants them (laughs) where you won't get kicked out (laughs) All right. do it right
3: We're in a library y'all, I can't do that.
5: How Come many on. times were you in the library at Florida?
3: Um, the fact that I said um is good, right?
1: <laughs>
3: um, I, I can count of three. And uh, once when I took a nap, because the architecture library was like, really, it was a dope place to nap. It was incredible. Uh, so three, I'm gonna count three. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so flattered. You know that that was what I'm supposed to do because this is a library. But you came out. You should do the thing, right? Go for it. Go we ahead. should do. The, we should do the thing. Okay. Welcome to the shutdown forecast live from Ann Arbor, Michigan. This place is incredible, by the way. You have a store called Wolverine Supply. I've been looking for supplies for my Wolverine for years.
5: You have a laundry facility called Mr. Stadium. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's amazing. I Wait, am mostly interesting in the tanning parlor across from the stadium. We'll <laughs> let Ohio State move in.
3: I just like the idea that somebody's going to the game and they're like, i got 30 minutes. <laughs> looking a little peaked i got to get in game shape. Let's go to the tanned Zip. The, uh, the other thing that you have here, by the way, our business is named after football, which is great because we just started making up brands. We're like football liquor. We're just going to sell generic liquor that says football liquor. And then at the bottom, it'll be like for football.
5: It's got electrolytes.
7: If you, uh, if you were upstairs earlier, you might have got some football sushi. That's fine.
6: <laughs> just remember the day you were here when we all invented performance whiskey together. <laughs>
5: I, hope, I, I haven't seen it. I hope there is a butcher shop in town called the meat, the meat, the meat.
3: <laughs> the best thing about that speech, by the way, for the Bo doing it, is that it could be a rhetorical device or it could be a small stroke. You don't know which one it was. Football coaches are very stressed, so he could have just gotten stuck like a uh, record, right? The team, the team. <laughs> and afterwards, somebody the will go. The team
5: is on fire. <laughs>
3: Like that's that happens, right? Like you'd be like, man, that was ins- that was just awesome rhetoric. That was an amazing device, Bo, and he's like, I got stuck. I got to be honest. <laughs> I just completely blipped out. That hat was too tight on my head. Like Spurrier had this happen to him once, right? He was uh this was against Tennessee, it was 1995, and he's in the locker room, and he's trying to get everybody together. If you don't know, Steve Spurrier, former South Carolina and Florida coach, uh is a terrible public speaker.
5: Why would it's why great. would you leave Duke out of it like that? <laughs> You piece of shit. Pro- Just th- because no one in this room got into Duke. Listen. <laughs> Let the record show two people in this room got into Duke.
6: <laughs> Motherfucker, I am right here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know what that sport is, but that was deeply felt, <laughs> and I appreciate that. But Spurrier was trying to give an inspirational speech, which he was awful at. So uh, everybody gets in, and they go. You know, they go in. And they go like, "Here's how Tennessee's screwing with us. They're big and dumb, and they're hitting us in the face. You know, stop doing that." And they get to the end where it's supposed to. You know, supposed to send them out in a rage on the field, and he goes, "Well, boys, we got together, and it's gonna." Wait, what we're going to need is, and at that moment, the student manager, who is sitting up against the light switch in the locker room, stumbles and turns all the lights in the locker room off. So please imagine there's like 80 dudes all completely revved up and ready to kill, uh, and they turn the lights off. Everybody goes, ah! and leaves. Like they all just run out, right? And, uh, and the manager comes up and goes and is going to start to apologize, and Spurrier looks at him and goes, you ruined my speech, Scotty. You ruined my damn speech! And then they go out and they hang 38 points in Tennessee in the second half. So he's like, thanks, that was a really <laughs> good call. Uh, you want, we, should, we should do a roll call. We should see where y'all are coming from. We should see how far you came from.
5: We will start with the question we always ask. From um, who, is, who is here that has never listened to this show before in any form? In the back. At least
7: one of you brought your mom.
5: Yeah. And I
6: know, I think, I, yeah. no, I yeah. already
5: talked to her. She's lovely, where's um, mom?
7: We, we've hey. seen babies. I'm the on. babies have never listened before, right? Hopefully. We're
5: not legally responsible for that.
7: They're not, they're not our babies. So. It's
6: too showy, so we play the shutdown full cast for the baby. All right, who
5: who came here, uh, who had to fly to get here? Wow.
7: The, 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 the Big Ten is a ground-based contest. Sorry, <laughs> sorry.
5: <laughs> who took the team bus? You take... <laughs>
3: Uh, Do we have anybody? Who's from Ann Arbor? We got locals. All right, tons of locals.
5: I wish it had been nobody.
6: That would have (laughs) been great. Anybody here from out of state? Okay, this show is free if you're from Ann Arbor. If you're from out of state, that's $75,000 each.
3: (laughs) (laughs) International students, let's talk.
7: Canada. Uh, We got Canada in the house. Superb. NBA
5: champions. That's NBA right. Champions. Um, do let's just pick a random school. Do we have any Vanderbilt fans? <laughs> Proof that they don't exist. TCU. Oh.
7: <laughs> we have a very shy horned sure. frog.
5: Yeah. Sure. Uh Pac-12 generally. Hey, look as at As many Pac-12 fans, as TCU fans. Cool. Yeah.
3: Th- thank you for coming in from kiteboarding to do this.
5: <laughs> we got uh, Brian Floyd. Don't forget Brian. Right, yeah. sorry. Right. Uh, Georgia fans.
3: Oh, thank God. I love Phew. this show. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Best crowd we've ever Best had. Best
3: crowd we've ever had. You can always find Georgia fans, by the way. Some of you are Big Ten literate, but not necessarily SEC literate. If you see someone in the crowd and you go, man, they don't know how to act, that's the Georgia fan. <laughs> The Georgia fan who's let off his leash exactly once every three months and is like, I've had 13 beers and don't have to watch the kids.
6: Be and sure to see, see him on an ice pack or he'll be dead in nine hours.
5: <laughs> if you see someone in the crowd who doesn't know how to act and is being escorted out, that's a Miami fan. <laughs> um, so as, as was mentioned, the Shutdown Fullcast is the only college football podcast. That's a responsibility. Thank you. It's a responsibility we take very seriously. Um, But it's also a good time for us to note and uh, I think explain how Michigan is the only college football program. And I'm going to prove that to you here today. So let's assume that if I can prove that Michigan is responsible for the existence of every Power Five school, that you will allow me to grandfather in, Group of Five, Division Two, FC. Everybody else will get in because they wouldn't exist without the Power Five.
3: Fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a couple of NFL Europe teams on here, actually.
5: Ryan fire forever. Um, and let's also say that without all of college football at every level, we wouldn't have the NFL, right? True. All right, so now we're actually saying that Michigan is responsible for the existence of American football in its entirety. Here we go. Are you ready?
3: Uh, prepared, yeah.
5: 22 Power 5 schools have been coached at some point in their history by a former Michigan player. At some point in these schools' history, a Michigan man answered the call and coached them. (laughs) Did it go well? (laughs) Well, one of these schools is Kansas, so I don't think that's fair. (laughs) Those schools Arkansas, Auburn, Iowa, Kansas, LSU, Mizzou, Nebraska, NC State, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Tennessee, Texas, TCU, Utah, Vandy, Virginia, Washington, Washington State, West Virginia. I'm not done. (laughs) Six Power Five schools didn't get a Michigan player, but they did get a coach who had been trained up as an assistant at the University of Michigan. Those schools: Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa State, Michigan State. What was what?
7: what, what was? Yeah.
5: Uh, it's sort of like it's sort of like great value, Michigan.
7: What was the woo for?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was an Illinois woo, right?
5: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay.
3: yeah, I wanted to just for the recording before this passes any further into the ether. There is a gentleman in the back of this room, and he is wearing. All Illini gear, including a shirt I have never seen before. Why are you booing Illinois? That's not, that's still, that's still not possible. Your only rival is the IRS. That's it. (laughs) And maybe, maybe like the SEC, and I don't mean the conference. That's it. That's Northwestern's only, yeah. People who don't read resumes. That's your archenemy, not him. He has nothing. That's why I'm giving him this.
6: This is second only to the time we saw uh, what Rose Bowl shirt in Mandalay Bay?
3: Oh yeah, this is the second greatest Illinois Illinois shirt, all right? And then I will get through interrupting Ryan Y'all remember
6: that time Illinois and USC went to the Rose Bowl? Yeah, he was wearing
3: wearing the Illinois USC Rose Bowl shirt. We saw a guy with
6: that game t-shirt two months later out in public in Las Vegas, upright and walking and everything.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he was in a place where he wanted to have good luck too. That man did not fear God or the devil. But this gentleman in the back here, he's wearing a shirt that says, and I quote, champagne with the I, with the GN on the end, uh, says, champagne is popping. <laughs> I love you. That's, that's, that's gorgeous. All right. Back to Ryan's Parade Through History. Yeah. Thank
5: you. Um, most of you, I'm going to guess most of you probably know Ryan. The Michigan. Yeah. How many schools are we up to now? I didn't count them all. <laughs> okay. 28. 28. 28. A lot of you counted. Okay. Yeah, thank you.
7: <laughs> We're going to need some help with that.
5: I was an English major at a state school in Florida. <laughs> all right, so a lot of you probably know Michigan played in the first ever Rose Bowl in 1902, won it handily. Seven schools have won a national title at the Rose Bowl, which again would not exist if not for Michigan gracing it with its presence. They are USC, Cal, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Penn State, and Pitt. And Pitt. Also, it's literally UCLA's home. <laughs> Michigan gave the down payment for UCLA to have football. That's on y'all. All (laughs) All right. We're going to have to stretch a little bit more now. Um,
7: Because those were all totally. Yeah. these No, those are. And
5: we see how they flow. Uh, Bump Elliott, former Michigan coach who became the athletic director at Iowa. He hired Hayden Fry. As a result, we now get to count Kansas State. Bill Snyder was a Hayden Fry assistant. Bob Stoops. It, for Oklahoma, Hayden Fry assistant. Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez was a Hayden Fry assistant. All right, now we're going to talk about. I'm really excited about this, but we're going to talk about Notre Dame. All the way back in 1887, Notre Dame played its first ever college football game, a loss to Michigan. The best part is, before the game, Michigan players literally walked the Notre Dame squad through how you play football. <laughs> Notre Dame is Michigan's farm team. <laughs> so, now we are counting basically everybody through the, uh, the new, who played for or coached for Newt Rockney, all of the schools <laughs> that they play for, we get. But there's a bonus here. Frank Thomas was one of those players, not the Chicago White Sox. (laughs) Now, he uh, he played for Newt Rockne, and he went on to coach at Alabama, where he coached... Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant. We're counting Bears family tree as well. So, through Notre Dame, we now get Alabama, Boston College, Clemson, Duke, Florida, Georgia... Kentucky, Louisville, Miami, Mississippi State, UNC, Purdue, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, and Notre Dame, of course.
6: Counters, where we at?
5: That was... <laughs> okay. You're not a math school. We get it. Many. All right. Michigan also played in the first ever indoor college football game in 1896. Minnesota played in the Metrodome from 1982 to 2008. <laughs> And Syracuse, you count here too.
7: Was this a barn in
5: 18?
7: <laughs> I, I was like, they did they play moves. in Versailles? Big
5: ass barn. They, was play, a pop they played on the floor of Congress. Michigan,
7: <laughs> Michigan invented roofs.
5: Um, now, this is a little bit more disputed, but most sources claim that Fielding Yost invented the linebacker. Spencer. Who is the linebackeriest coach in college football?
3: Linebacker? That be is that Pat Fitzgerald?
5: It's Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern, you owe your existence to Michigan.
3: Pat, right. Pat, by the way, most cop coach. So the NYPD also Michigan now.
6: <laughs> no man, no. He's a Pinkerton, so he also invented railroad justice. Who's damn, damn Pinkertons? You say we've never told a joke, Pat Fitzgerald's a union buster.
5: Moving on. I have five schools left, I have to connect to Michigan. In 1984, the Supreme Court of the United States... See, dis- now we're
7: speaking y'all's language.
5: Decided a little case called NCAA versus Board of Regents of the University of Oklahoma. This was the case that basically determined the NCAA's television plan, where at this point, the association controlled basically all of the TV rights in college football, and I think for a long stretch, was like, we're putting one game on a weekend. Great job! But they determined that that violated the Sherman Antitrust Act, and that was, in many ways, what opened things up for conferences to be able to sell their own TV rights, and in some cases, schools hook them to sell their own TV <laughs> rights. <laughs> Does anyone know who authored that decision?
1: <laughs> no, Somebody Wait, 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 wait Jim 80, Delaney. What, eight, no, no, I got, actually, I
3: don't know this for sure, but I think I have a good guess, because I haven't heard you say the word Stanford yet.
5: No, we got to Stanford. We did get to Stanford?
3: Yeah. Then, then never mind. Okay. <laughs> it is not Judge Stanford. No, it wasn't.
5: The answer is Associate Justice John Paul Stevens who was appointed to the Supreme Court by Michigan football legend Gerald Ford. So the four schools we're getting out of that, Baylor and Texas Tech, you are only still in existence because this is what allowed the Big Eight and the Southwest Conference to continue as the Big 12 with TV money. Maryland and Rutgers, I think you know where this is going. (laughs) All right, so that leaves one school, one power five, and I looked everywhere for some sort of coach connection, bowl connection, something meaningful. There there were a few, like, small things, but they didn't feel right. And then it occurred to me that if you have a Michigan, you need an opposite of Michigan, something that is in every way not Michigan. And that is why Arizona State University <laughs>
1: owes
5: its very existence To Ann Arbor as well. And that is proof positive that Michigan is the only college football program in existence. I spent so much work time on that. I didn't do so many other things I was supposed to do.
7: And Ryan's in charge. That's the funniest part.
5: I'm in charge. We're proud of you. We're so proud of no, you. No, you're not. <laughs> um, I think it's trivia time. now. It is right? trivia
3: time.
7: Should um. we also, like, as part of Michigan's general importance... Should we should we note sort
5: of?
3: Why oh, yeah. Here? Oh, yeah. We should. We should. Before we get too much further along and before I lose the ability to deal with this emotionally, you are all here for a full cast. The full cast is here for you. But we are here in Ann Arbor specifically because every single year we raise money for a charity that is now known as New American Pathways. This operates out of Clarkston, Georgia. Any, any of y'all been to Clarkston? Anybody? Oh. Yo. OK. OK. Hell, hell yes. All right. Excellent. Shout out to so, Norcross. Yeah. Shout out to Norcross uh we raise a ton of money for them okay it's not much in the global scale but it goes to help new arrivals refugees to the united states uh get acclimated find work uh do all the things that in the first six months make a difference for the first six years of their lives so that they can become you know big bold sassy and slightly overweight americans right and spencer uh, you say
6: it's not a lot in the global sense but actually as of this year Uh, The full cast and Every Day Should Be Saturday and the charity bowl are the largest single non-governmental donor to New American Pathways for the year. We are their budget. Yeah. (laughs) And that is entirely due to our donors and most of those donors are people in this room.
3: Yes, and I'm really glad that EDSBS is not actually a board member because if that were a person on a board,
5: It wouldn't show up. It's not a problem. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was Wednesday, man.
3: (laughs) Uh, But the reason we're here is because year in and year out, by large, disgusting margins. All right? Like
5: spiteful margins. (laughs) Like
3: like Like 78 to nothing against Rutgers (laughs) margins. Especially
7: this year,
6: man. Y'all got out of control.
3: Uh, Yeah. Like, just honestly, if this were any other kind of behavior, I'd be concerned for you. (laughs) Right? But uh, in excess... And uh, I think it just, I get very emotional when I talk about this. That's why we're going to do this a little early. Uh, we're here because Michigan has consistently been the most generous uh, donors. You guys have completely bought into the cause. And the the thing that is astonishing to me about the Michigan community, it, this happens when you talk to people at a school, right? They go, wow, you know, this experience is totally different than any other. That's not true. Uh, I think if you go to Florida, it's kind of like going to Florida State. I'm just going to be honest. It's like, it's not that, there's more smoking at Florida State, okay? Uh, there's just like less of an ethos, right? Your truck, it's like, you're going to Florida? Okay, take that truck down two inches.
6: Filtered cigarettes are for cowards. Yeah. Smoking's like an independent study credit at Florida State.
3: <laughs> it, it, exactly, right? Like, it's just, it's basically like, Listen, how you hard do you vape? can't spell
5: vape without AP. <laughs>
3: That's true, that's true So everyone will come to the home team and go Okay, well this is, you know You're actually very different and special And I'll kind of like nod uh, No, the Michigan community has been special Has been unique And has been uh, by just outstanding Like standard deviations Like more involved, more committed And I think uh, more bonded at a cellular level than, than almost any other fan base that I know And I mean that in the positive sense Not in the sense of Hey, y'all all go to jail together <laughs> That's great. That's an awesome thing to do after a football. Do we football want me
6: time. to read some numbers real quick?
3: Yeah, if you got them, please. Just
6: for example, this year, for those of you who uh, did not keep up with the New American Pathways website, counting, uh, counting our annual donations, our monthly donations that are going to recur, last year, if you'll recall, we donated almost $70,000. This year, we wound up with 183049 <laughs> Thirty-two thousand one hundred twenty-nine dollars that came from Michigan. The next closest school was Georgia Tech with eighteen grand.
3: Yeah, Y'all. and I would remind you, by the way, Georgia Tech—that's like eight people. Hey, <laughs> like no, it's, it is.
6: It's this. It's these two engineers who fight like wizards to be the biggest single donor. It is.
1: Th-
3: that means they're just like pissed-off nerds with checkbooks <laughs> who are. Like. The
7: people in this room, you rented a sixth of a Cam Newton.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Which, which I gotta say, you know, like if you got the money, you should invest in a sixth of a campaign. <laughs> it paid off handsomely that's like for all. Eight hundred yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what team will turn that down? Not us. But point being, thank you. I don't get the chance to do that in person. We don't get the chance to do that in person. Uh, from the bottom of my black heart, thank you for your generosity and uh, thank the University of Michigan and the community as a whole. That's why we're here, and that's why. I think we're about to take the beating of our lives in trivia <laughs> from a couple of Michigan grads. So. Oh, when has
7: Michigan ever lost because Florida ever lost? Because we would
6: not have the Michigan donor pool without the Michigan money cannon. Correct. And we would not have the Michigan money cannon without the gentleman of MGO blog.
1: Yeah.
7: So, uh, first thing that needs to happen is y'all need to move. <laughs> Thank, thank you for thank you for warming Bye these for seats. It's it's very cold here. It's only it's it's a freezing seventy something degrees. I, we did here. see
5: a guy walking around today wearing like a full puffy jacket, <laughs> and I was flummoxed because we can barely have pants on.
3: No, you see that in Atlanta and you call the cops. <laughs> I think that's when you
7: wake up and you have like. You know, Eastern Michigan alumni, you put a coat over it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, it's, it's MGOBlog. Oh. Sorry. Okay, uh, before we start, can I say something? Uh, I, I'm only doing this under protest. I wanted to do pro wrestling because I thought that would be even. <laughs> <laughs> I, now we're we going to be Cobra Kai. Even. Nobody wants to be Cobra Kai.
3: Dude, everyone wants to be covered. <laughs> they had matching clothes and stuff. Like they had gear and swag. You sent messages from so so what I did. I do. That, I watched Leaving Las Vegas and I was like, that dude can drink.
6: <laughs> but we didn't I- want this to be even. We wanted to play to the home turf. So what I did was call up all my favorite Michigan fans and ask them what their favorite wars were.
3: Well. <laughs> She's she's serious.
6: No, y'all, I'm not kidding. I called uh, Jane Costin uh, to write these questions. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna play a little trivia uh, between our two Florida grads and our two bros from MGO Blog up here.
2: He watches the hard, he listens to the Hardcore History podcast. Everybody, and Jason is not an here, SEC actually.
6: aficionado, so he's gonna play uh, moderator and read the questions. Uh, I do have one lifeline to give to each team. At any point during the questions, there's a warm-up question, then 10 more, plus a bonus question at the end that's worth five points. At any time, you may call for a lifeline, at which point I will call Jane Koston on my phone and we'll see if she can answer the (laughs) question.
5: I just want to preface this, most of my war knowledge is limited to, I know Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan.
7: Yeah, that's on here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Point! Yeah. So we my, will. My more knowledge of, is limited to the Halo series. So. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're I got good. this.
2: You're good. So, we're how, gonna keep how this like like basic I should raise my in. hand if I know. Is uh, yeah, raise we're your figure hand out like the good rules boys. right now. I have. Okay. Okay.
7: okay. <laughs> so, Holly, are people raising their
2: hands? Yeah,
6: we're going to raise our hand
5: like good boys
7: because it's a library. Right. It's a library.
2: The best. And this will
5: translate well to an audio audience.
2: Podcasting is a
7: visual medium.
6: We say this every week.
7: So are we Holly, are you keeping a score? Yeah. Okay. And are we doing partial scores for some of these?
5: I don't like fractions. <laughs> I went to Tennessee.
7: Okay. <laughs>
5: people we don't know this, but this is how Jeopardy starts every episode. Yeah.
7: There's a negotiation. Alex
5: is just like, so like if they what do we how does this work this we're, week?
7: Listen, we're Big Ten people debate negotiate, <laughs> okay. <this is> how <laughs> No, it works. I will be they adjudicating should the like ourselves. Our all right. you We're ready? We're ready. All right. going to be bad. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Are you ready? Uh, sort of. All right. All right, right. The, first,
6: the first one's a warm-up question. It's M-Go really more easy. Ready.
7: First, we have a warm-up question. Okay. It's kind of your FCS game. You're ge- I'm sorry. Right.
5: <laughs> That's bad for us, too.
3: <laughs> I was talking about Georgia Southern.
1: <laughs> Clearly a Georgia
3: Southern reference. That's the- <laughs> J- Call it the Florida State game on our schedule this year. <laughs>
7: All right. First question. Name the five D Day beaches.
5: Wow. All of them? <laughs> Daytona. Do you just need to I knew
2: you were going to say that. <laughs>
1: That would have been so awesome. Just drop like like, that's like the no, random drop, there's, drops, there's that's no the gunfire. They'll learn heart Me, there's, there's
3: footage of this. Look it up. Right, yeah, go go go. Is a Ron John Surf oh, Shop right God. over there? I believe Utah's one.
7: Seth, Seth has raised his hand. Utah is one.
2: That's one. Omaha, Normandy. Nope. No- Nor- Normandy. Normandy. I'm sorry. That sorry.
0: Normandy is the whole. Country yeah. Okay, I get
2: system.
1: it. <laughs>
6: yes. Internal okay, descent. We're gonna. We win. have Omaha. We have Omaha and Utah. Three more.
2: Uh, uh, Northwestern? How many words could there <laughs> be? <laughs> Puente Oak.
0: Puente Oak. What? Puente Oak. D apostrophe H
6: O C.
2: Nope. No. no. That's real close. <laughs> this guy knows. Juno. 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 Yep, that's three. This guy knows. <laughs> Look Gold. at this. Gold? Oh, that's a good one. Four. This guy knows. Four. Sword. Sword. sword
1: sword beach? How do we not talk about sword, sword beach more?
2: Sword beach.
7: Man, America save the world bring gun to a sword yeah. beach.
5: <laughs> All right. That's fucking awesome. To be clear, Florida didn't get it. that because every beach is Sword Beach in Florida. Yeah.
3: <laughs> also, I like I, also I like Floridians the- don't go to the beach. That's so, you know, they're like, hey, I love living in Florida. I get to hang out outdoors. No, you don't. You sit inside and vape and you drink Malibu rum. That's, that's the Florida lifestyle.
7: So I like that in this Michigan-Florida competition, because Florida, uh, this is the first time it's ever actually traveled this far north. Michigan is making full use of its home turf that's by fair. fielding answers from the crowd. <laughs> this is why Florida never comes here, by the way.
5: We don't go anywhere.
3: Yeah. Stay inside and vape. Come on. So I guess that's one point for Michigan. Yeah. March,
7: my
2: that's a warm-up yeah. question though. That's so
6: a warm-up right? question, no
7: yeah. points awarded. So no no points at all? I think he was zero. Okay. no points awarded. Yeah. 0 points. 0 points. Which, Actual question number y'all. 1. We are now into FBS games. Name the Soviet general who created the concept of deep operations. That is a proper noun. Should we just call Capital Jane D. now? Capital O. <laughs> and this is this is a helpful hint, okay? okay? This this will probably make it a little too easy. The Soviet generals also killed in a purge in 1937. Oh,
5: no. can, I, can, I, can I ask no. a clarifying question? I'm Would I-
7: not going to be able to help you. <laughs> yeah.
5: Would I know the answer from playing a lot of golden eye?
7: <laughs> you could come close. <laughs> <laughs> this Grace <phonetically>. Jones. <laughs> odd job. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. General, Soviet general.
6: Okay, over to Michigan. I'm just going to say
2: the only Soviet general I know is that's Zhukov.
6: No. Yeah, do we want like to call that. Jane? Just keep. No, I'm going
3: to I'm going yeah. yeah, yeah, to hold for that and pass on one. We might be actually.
2: So you, right. you, you got you got Mr. Braves and Birds to do these. Yes,
3: yeah. I did. That was your mistake. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Nerd.
0: All right, Seth. You. I don't know this. I don't know the eastern side. <laughs> 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 All right. There's
6: there's an extremely eager gentleman about back here. Who I okay. think
2: hey, we got know. we got a hand up. We got a hand up. Yeah.
5: Oh, oh! Cokes Cokes Alright
7: The copes. answer for those of you at home is Tukachevsky. So right
5: now it's audience one <laughs> People on stage zero I
7: don't think uh, The audience has four Yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> true Michigan collective Right, one. right. Also Damn. any of you out there who root for a different school Sorry you're Michigan alumni now It's actually a good thing I've, <laughs> I've, I've done the same uh, Here's an easy one Okay Name these six Japanese carriers that attacked Pearl Harbor. We, we got a hand up. No, this is not a hand up. <laughs> no, we got we got two hands up. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs>
5: Hey, do you want to take, do you want to play with Spencer instead of me? I'm not kidding, uh,
7: sir. I'm are you an Michigan admiral an extra or? Half point.
6: <laughs> awarding Michigan an extra half point for alphabetical order? Oh my God.
7: Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna have to read back and forth. Oh no, uh, that's Michigan two, Florida zero. Two, of course, is the number of points Florida scored against uh, Florida State years ago. Florida State helped score those points. Familiar number.
2: <laughs>
7: Question three. Name the location of the first man-made controlled fission reaction.
2: Chicago Chicago. He was up first.
3: Yeah, that, that would be at the University of Chicago in Chicago. Lamar. Where on Florida's campus? Florida's on the board. Where on campus? Sta-
1: All right, Spencer. On Stag
3: Field. Specifically for a bonus it was point, where on stadium. campus? It was in the football sure. Squash court. The 50-yard court. Yeah, the squash nope, court. No football stadium. It was a squash court underneath the football stadium. It was. Our, our, yeah, 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 Oh, my Christ. <laughs> they stack their sports? I know it totally sounds like I'm making that up, but I'm not. <laughs> also, there's a basketball court on top of the football stadium.
7: No, that's fine. Thank, that's fine. Things <laughs> things break. It's fine.
3: Yeah. Foot fit in. Thank you. Florida, I'm out in the comeback. Let the record show that the Florida grad answered the thing involving a controlled substance. <laughs>
7: so this was uh, before the uh, before the proceedings. I set the over-under. Sorry for revealing this now. At two for Florida. That was one of the, mm, let's say, three I thought y'all had a chance. Okay, so okay, okay it's good. good. It's yeah. good. It's good. I think you're ahead of pace now. Uh, next question, question number four. In which Punic War did Hannibal fight? Second. Who was the first hand Who was the first
5: hand, hand, hand. The second pu- The se- second punic War. <laughs> <laughs> elephants That's
3: an awesome guess Roll that, tide that's, that's correct Okay
5: No I actually knew Wait, that
3: one well, We have to work on our hand recognition oh, Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I told you we should have done pro wrestling though Yeah we really should have yeah.
5: is This is, the, this is the, the Elephants crossing the mountains and shit Right yeah. It is the second yeah. punic yeah. War. Hannibal's pro wrestling did? though Cause he's like I got an elephant And I
3: got some talk And Kato's like I got a mic Let's go Yeah
2: so we are tied. Ooh! No, I think they're winning in the the audience. No, they're is... part of y'all. Uh, You're oversigned.
3: <laughs> <laughs> save, you- save her a new sensation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't want to be Cobra Kai. You <laughs>
7: the Big Ten has fourteen members. Yeah. That's fine. That's fourteen people. To me. Question. Next. Um, <laughs> We don't do math. Uh, who were the two primary leaders in the Great Northern War? Primary only, please.
6: We're looking
2: for monarchs here. What is the Great Northern War? I don't know war? what this war is.
7: It's, that's uh, that, that's uh, Game of Thrones.
2: <laughs> did the did
3: the people who is that wrote the these questions ever, the ever have children? <laughs> Did they ever meet anyone? There's
7: a long list
5: of Is this names. a traveling <laughs> trophy game between, like, Minnesota and also Minnesota or something? <laughs>
7: Minnesota would lose. This is the Minnesota spring game. Minnesota right. Do y'all want to call
6: Jane for this one and see
5: if she can get it?
7: Yes, let's call yeah. Jane.
5: Right. Here, let's let's Damn. move to the next we'll question.
7: We'll move
2: to the next question. We'll, you get, get Jane on the, on the, the horn and we'll do that. It sounds no, like a audio. coach plot point, like when Minnesota the State. Great Northern, the Great Northern War. What a
5: terrible name.
7: No, a terrible name would be, the, like, the shitty Northern
3: is War. Is one of them Queen <laughs> Christina? Hey Jane,
7: it's Holly.
6: <laughs>
1: you're kind of close. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean,
3: you Who were the two
7: primary
6: leaders in the Great Northern War? Who were
3: the two? Who were the two? We are calling a writer for League? This Box. is an Awesome podcast. Who went to the University of Michigan?
5: I wish this is. I wish this was how it worked on Millionaire. Like Regis just got his phone out and was like, <laughs> "Here you go." And Regis
7: tells you what your mom said. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jane said, oh. oh, my God, we might have stumped everybody
6: with this one. Wow. Your mother what, what wants you me to call a lady. <laughs> <I, laughs> no, wait, no, 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 I, no. There's thing.
3: a hand over here oh, representing Jane, Michigan Jane, from the God, audience. Hang on. Well, he's like 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, no. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: Let the next generation lead us. Okay. You got one?
5: Right. Nope. Is that, is that right?
7: What was, what was that? No. Oh. I'm sorry, young no. man. Can you give us a hint? Uh century
6: <laughs> okay, Holly,
7: what was our what, what did we get any assistance?
6: uh no, Jane said, holly, nobody has that damn,
7: yeah, damn, like, sorry, this question was written we were, by a Michigan manager. The
6: answers we were looking for were Charles the the twelfth of Sweden and Peter the Great of Russia
7: oh, of course, oh yeah, <laughs> they're dead, who cares? <laughs> Here's how awesome we are at math. Holly, I'm very glad you said Charles the 12th because I was about to say Charles the <laughs> 7th.
1: <laughs> I'm wearing a Michigan alumni shirt, so that's on all
7: y'all.
6: Two V's just makes a W, y'all. <laughs>
0: We're the champions of the West. Can you stay out of
6: these? <laughs> <laughs> can, so, can, uh,
3: can I say what a flex it is, by the way, that he's like, can you do this part of war for me, please? That's my right. specialty.
7: So, are we clear on which countries fought the Great Northern War? I would just like Sweden. to never sounds discuss like, the Great Northern Sweden like War. And yeah. Sweet,
3: Sweden, Sweden,
6: Sweden and Russia? Sweden and Russia are the two countries, to inform countries, you that right? the next yeah. question is also about the Great Northern War. Oh, my God.
1: No, uh, skip I,
7: I, it. I'm bringing that up as a hint just to say we ain't done with the Great Northern War. <laughs> yes, we are. In the Great Northern War... <laughs>
5: This is like the nightmare you have where you wake up and they call you and you're like, actually, you didn't graduate college. You have to go back and take this final exam cold from seventeen. We're living that. Isn't that the
7: sense you should get from something called the fucking Great Northern War? In the Great Northern War, what is generally seen as the decisive battle? Uh, It sounds like there could this could be controversial. Toledo is very close.
6: Uh, we got a hand back here.
2: Somewhere. Yep. Is there another ten-year-old back there? Fourteen. Sorry. No, 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 yeah. no.
5: He's gonna fight you, man, and I'm not gonna stop him. What you got? Yeah.
3: Oh! oh! <laughs> I like that the back of the audience is just raining threes, right?
6: That was the Battle of Poltava.
0: Anytime you want to replace me with a middle schooler, let me know. <laughs>
5: Is this how Ohio State grads feel, feel when you start naming elements on the periodic table? Car Carbone? What the hell is carbone? Ohio oh, St- carbone, when you have sex in a car. Yes, I do know that.
3: Just an Ohio State grad staring at Jeopardy going, where's the family guy category? <laughs> I can nail that.
7: Ohio State fans like, there's a table, drop a fucking elbow through it. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, what's right, you'll our like score? The next so far? one, I promise. What's what? What's our score at this point?
6: I think we're still two to two. Oh no, we're four to two. No, you, no, we we're four, four two. two. We're two. Yeah, got, we got an, to an official scorekeeper
7: Michigan. up front. Yeah, the yeah. man from Canada. That, that they're they're guy, awesome yeah. at math.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you'll like the next one, I promise.
7: Yeah, this one is just for y'all and y'all. While knuckle dragging Spartans <laughs> think Thermopylae was decisive. Xerxes' invasion of Greece was actually repelled by the victory of educated Athenians, the people from elsewhere in the state who actually went to school. (laughs) At what naval engagement? It sounds like meat, if that helps you, Big Ten.
6: There's a lot of hands up for this one. Yeah, I know. The battle of pork butt.
7: (laughs) (laughs) You're closer than you think. Anybody with your hand up, holler it out. (laughs)
5: all knew that
7: (laughs) the battle of salamis michigan has done it again
5: what's sad is that i'm thinking like oh what if we had done the categories i had like studied in school i would have been just as bad
7: just as bad yeah
3: it's all gone
6: yeah i don't know any questions about vaping
0: i think we deserve the point anyway because the other mgo blog guys are looking at me like how did you not know that oh (laughs)
7: yeah
3: they were visibly disappointed sure shame point awarded yeah all right (laughs) So that's 5 2. 5 2. This margin is healthy.
6: All right, they're getting easier up This is a
5: baseball score for a baseball school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shame <laughs> blowouts.
3: Bandering. You beat Texas Tech. Congratulations on beating yeah. dirt. <laughs> It's dirt with bats, sir. Dirt with bats. Nothing's more Texas than that. What is it? Angry dirt with bats.
5: Dirt with bats. That's Texas Tech. Texas Tech. The first level of every Castlevania game.
7: (laughs) Next question. Israel allied with which Western powers to take the Suez Canal in 1956? They raise
3: their hey, hands.
2: Uh, France and the UK.
3: Woo! Correct. Yeah. Woo! From the crowd. How much work was France doing there anyway? <laughs> no, we're here. They sure,
6: brought, they brought lunch. <laughs> That's it. And yeah, Cigarettes are a yeah. vital part of any military occupation.
7: <laughs> Speaking of losing. The most famous American defeat in North Africa was where? I love that this doesn't specify which war. <laughs> is this a soccer game? Three hands would up you, immediately Would you, uh, would you say
3: that? Audience. Could you read the question again before we answer?
7: The most famous American defeat in North Africa was where?
5: Brendan Fraser signing uh-huh. on for more mummy movies. <laughs> is uh, that Spencer to Brooke? Had, Spencer had a hand up. Yeah, is that to Brooke?
3: It was not. No? All right. That was my guess. Three hands Was there a the Bahamas audience. Bowl there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> 2010
2: World Cup versus Uganda. Oh, yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's a good one. you Are you
0: talking about Decatur going in there and getting his ship blown up? Yeah,
2: well, you could say the name of it if that would be good.
0: Yeah, well, the of it <laughs> <laughs> <of> <laughs> does.
2: just I remember the ship. All right. I it's think it's the audience the the
0: the guy the I think the audience is
7: fiending for this one. I don't, I don't, I don't we see we got a
6: correct answer out here.
7: Oh, we do? Hey, it's, uh, how do you say it? Catherine Pass? <laughs> yep.
6: <laughs>
3: All right. Catherine. Jason Kassarin knows history because he's a Michigan alum.
5: That's like what a Wisconsin mom says at dinner Catherine. Catherine Pass? <laughs> Sorry, what? Catherine. <Kassarin. laughs>
3: Barry Alvarez just pops up from under the table. <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> Which military leader is
7: famous for telling his soldiers to burn their boats?
6: This is a Michigan basketball yeah. question. You
7: should all know it. Uh, that would be Cortez. Cortez. Now, Holly, is this a three-part question? This is a three-part question. Okay, so, d- so does the uh, – we, we make rules up on the fly. We're, bonus, we're, we're bonus like college points. football.
6: Which leader was Cortez fighting?
4: Uh –
5: Not in hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Michigan guy. <laughs> okay.
7: We were kidding about
6: Bruce Fraser, Michigan y'all. Guy it's not a
7: that, said Mont- that.
3: Montezuma?
2: Montezuma! Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
6: Okay, for a final bonus point, uh, which countries were fighting in that conflict? Or uh, which country and which tribal nation?
2: Well, the Aztecs and Spain. Correct. There you go. Three, three, three for three.
6: All right, you guys, last question. Last question, and we're going to make this one worth five points just to make it interesting.
7: What's the score at this point?
6: Ask the Canadian.
7: Many, many to two. The, the Canadian yeah. says ten to two. Ten to two. Can we make it worth right. uh, seven?
5: <laughs> no, five. Is
7: this
3: the rock and jock <laughs> trivia question?
5: Yes, it is. So this game is either going to end 15-2 or 10-7. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Michigan Northwestern game. Great. Uh. <laughs>
7: Uh, we're, we're going to an even more important war, okay? The war of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> what was Clayton Jacobson II, the Norwegian-American inventor of the jet ski, doing at the moment when he conceived of the jet ski? Spencer's
3: hand is up. <laughs> he was drinking beer in a ditch. Drinking beer in a ditch. <laughs> Who knows the important things? That's true. He really was drinking beer in a ditch. Y'all. So we're not making that up. Yeah, if you go on like the Wikipedia page, it was and decided like
6: decided to invent the jet ski because he wanted the thrill of motorcycling see, without having to dig gravel out of his
5: shins. Here's the thing: this is what he's told people he was doing. That definitely means he was doing something
3: way skiezier.
5: You don't automatically go the honest answer drinking. No,
3: I was in a ditch with a beer. There
5: was definitely not chased. a body. There was definitely not a dead body there.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, that guy, by the way, on. when he did it, he had four kids. I want to meet this man's wife. Because he had he had four kids and was heavily involved in motocross.
7: Yeah, his hobbies are listed as uh, bodybuilding, street racing, and hanging out at the auto shop.
3: And, weight lif- and weightlifting. So he was basically my dad.
5: Jet skiing. What if a motorcycle but drowning?
3: <laughs> I feel like someone fed
0: them
2: the question. That did feel a little... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Oh, you know, no, weird! You sniffed so you're out that conspiracy. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> glad that I got like one question right. That's a, I felt like humiliated. For
3: I'm just gonna that. go ahead and just point out that you're questioning whether a contest or tallying in Florida was inaccurate. And
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I like the applause for that. <laughs> Shout out to elections. <laughs> <laughs> That is the end of. Uh, that is the end of trivia. Michigan has won. Michigan has prevailed. Woo! Help the victors. Michigan has defeated Florida for the thousandth time.
5: What is the question you were hoping you were asked?
2: Um. Well, really, the one about the battleships at the uh, the air, aircraft carriers at Pearl Harbor, because I knew that. I think I just answered before I. could. Oh. Sure. Wow.
1: Sure.
2: That was the joke, sir. <laughs> <laughs> So we can vacate these seats and you can get the Canadian back if you want. Is that <laughs> And the pit guy. Yeah, the pit guy. Well, yeah. We, yeah.
7: we do need some pit up here.
3: All right. All right. Thank you so much, y'all. Shout out to M-Go Shout Blog. Shout out to MGOBlog. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Yeah. Thanks, so. y'all. I'm because he Oh, goodness. I would also point out that uh, Brian Cook is wearing an Oklahoma State shirt, as all gentlemen of taste and culture do. He's got the Pistol Pete with the culinary school's motto or symbol on it, which is Pistol Pete with a tall chef's hat. Which is basically a man pointing a gun at you going, it's going to be medium rare.
5: (laughs) It's it's fun to imagine that all the iterations of Pistol Pete at this point are... He's in the Groundhog Day scenario where he has to find like his vocation, and he keeps failing. So I don't know, fisherman, nope, sorry, start all over. It's Live like forever, be miserable.
7: He keeps re-rolling an RPG.
5: <clears throat> <Like>. Right. <laughs> oh, I want to be a rogue, too bad, you're an accountant.
7: <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about y'all's favorite subject, war. <laughs> it's time to pivot a little bit. We're going to talk about war. Uh, specifically, this is a podcast. All right, I, 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 we're, we're, Allegedly. we're we're building on basics. Uh, it's it's time to dip into another podcast. Um, the, the intro. If, if you're familiar with this other podcast, you'll catch on. If not, let's see. It, it goes a little something. Yeah. How many? So
3: how many dads? If not, we'll drag effects. you along with either yeah, like it or not. How many dads in the room? Raise your hand if you're a dad. Okay, that's okay, cool. Okay, y'all are good. You're good. All right, so y'all y'all all know this. Yeah, you're
1: we, good. We check. got new
7: balances good on the stage. We're good.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
7: all right, so the intro typically goes uh, something like the integrity It's more important than the team. The team.
1: The team, the team. The team. And if we
7: can y'all hear that? that? All of us. Okay, good. <laughs> and then the the, then the intro continues with the, the amateurism.
1: He's works. holding what up.
6: <laughs> Jason, that's not what a guitar is.
7: Did that work or no? It's not the worst sound you've produced. No, it's not. Thank you. This is hardcore mystery.
1: Yeah! Woo!
7: So we like to start this podcast every <laughs> week. <laughs> with a little bit of a boxing metaphor. (laughs) Because nothing sums up war better than boxing metaphors. (laughs) I think about the most Big Ten boxer. Who would that be? It would have to be George Foreman, right? You know what you talk about? Just running (laughs) power off tackle left, and right, over, and over, and over, and over, and that's the entire game plan. That's a Big Ten man, right? Now, I'm not an historian, folks. I study the historians, and I tell you what they have to say. You are the historians. You have University of Michigan degrees. I. I only have a University of Colorado degree. I'm sorry. Sorry for bringing up memories of Cordell Stewart.
3: What what, what happened? Michigan
7: took a boxing metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) Just a metaphorical punch. (laughs) Consider this my application to your history department. An honorary... Pre-pre-pre-bachelors from the University of Michigan, we're here today to talk about the war between the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. (laughs) Now, no one knows who fired the first shot, because way back when the Big Ten was founded, there were no shots. Guns hadn't been invented. Alcohol hadn't even been invented. <laughs> That's how old the Big Ten is. And why did the Big Ten go to war with itself? Was it political, religious, economic, a war of territorial expansion? None of this. None of this at all. It's about iron sharpening iron, pure competition, the spirit of amateurism. And if one side happened to gain hundreds of millions of dollars from this enterprise, <laughs> sheer coincidence, (laughs) it's all going straight to
1: textbooks. (laughs) Just a
7: George Foreman punch to the mind. I apologize for referencing a work of scripture in a temple of secular knowledge, but it's a very old book, which I feel you'd appreciate.
1: What the hell? (laughs)
7: Could could I get the map on the screen, by the way?
3: (laughs) Textbooks was the name of Jim Delaney's yacht, by the way.
7: (laughs) So here's our battleground. The podcast is a visual medium. The objectives in this war, one, capture Indianapolis, (laughs) the dead center of the map. Objective two, capture the opposing capital. For the west, of course, it's the city of Chicago. For the east, it's New York City, because (laughs) we're using Jim Delaney's map. (laughs) It says, here there be dragons. What are the resources? Well, excluding the split territory of Indiana, the East states have 1.7 times the population of the West, 1.6 times the gross domestic product, 1.4 times the industrial manufacturing, all the high school football players, in case you happen to need those, and far more soldiers and weapons. Don't worry, we'll be coming back to the
5: information on that.
7: <laughs> the East can afford a long war. It has the resources advantage
5: across the board. <laughs> However. Are you getting sleepy? <laughs>
7: <sighs> However, <laughs> the West has a massive food advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Just a metaphorical George Foreman punch to the. Sea. Iowa alone exports more agriculture than the Big Ten East combined any Iowa fans in the house they're too busy feeding y'all <laughs> the, the West can feed itself and sell to the other states indefinitely while the East will immediately need to adjust they're gonna get hungry the West can field big beefy linemen and run that power play over and over while the East is going to need to go five wide. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this
5: is so much worse than Petrino voice.
1: <laughs>
3: no, what? it's not. Why, why am I aroused?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you, Jason, that's
1: why it's like worse than Petrino voice. You, you, about <laughs> die. You,
3: you
7: brought this part on yourself. <clears throat> the East also... <laughs> Loses access to Steak and Shake and Pizza yeah, Ranch
5: and Culver's.
7: The East has nothing to eat but Cincinnati chili.
4: The situation is dire.
7: <laughs> so I'm going to skip the voice for a little bit. Uh, so the West's bounty of farmland here, you can see in, on the visual on the, on the on the podcast map it's far from the front it's it's protected but the west problem is its capital is right on the battle line vulnerable to ground invasion and naval invasion these 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 sticks do have a few boats so this this could be relevant the east capital is so far away that to capture it would be a mere formality after conquering the entire rest of the map unless say a crazy person had to go all the way around it. but no one's gonna try that there no one's gonna try all that scan the enti- so, so scan the entire big 10 map for hills we're <laughs> not a concern we're good there uh, obtaining southern illinois currently in the possession of the uh, the separate nation the salukis will grant access to the mississippi and ohio rivers cutting the map in half very important the war begins <laughs> day 1 maryland fails to protect its house <laughs> (laughs) Recaptured by the ACC. The double agent's name: Ralph Friedgen. This was obvious. The East still has a commanding lead in population, GDP, industry, etc., but the military losses are massive. (laughs) Maryland had 29,000 active soldiers, more than any other two Big Ten states combined. This isn't the SEC. You can't just go pay soldier athletes to join your army. They have to study for like eight years before they're worthy of wearing the helmet the east's massive naval advantage is all but gone down from 10 bases to three a naval invasion of chicago is now dicey also the west has air superiority which, okay, Wisconsin quarterbacks were not all that scared But <laughs> Two Air Force bases to one Including right, one right on the front lines The West's pilots are dropping Runza and corn husks <laughs> Via crop dusters All over the East's Air National Guard this, it, ma- The loss of Maryland Is catastrophic As we all expected <laughs> Maryland is very important The first actual battle Of the war Wisconsin, not really a deep, strategic type of people. Their first move, what are they going to do? They're going to run power left. <laughs> Boom. There, it's right. That You just follow that curvy thing there. What do they encounter there? They encounter 300 illiterate, uncultured Spartans who are holding a narrow piece of land. Here comes the thundering, lecherous Badger's Horde. And just as at Thermopylae, the Spartans get fortunate weather A 75-degree day. (laughs) The hottest thing Wisconsin has ever encountered. The Badgers melt into a puddle of cheese, flooding all of Lake Michigan, ruining both sides' plans to either invade or fortify Chicago. Thus, Michigan State has done the only thing Michigan State ever wants to do or can do, which is to make everything smell bad and ruin everything for everyone, including Michigan State. (laughs) Nice work.
6: Thank, thank you guys for being the only room we could do this segment. Yeah. In, we wanted to do it for a real <laughs> long this, this time. This has been
7: building up for a long time. So, uh, Also, ongoing, are, uh, there's a battle between Purdue and Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to meet in Green Castle and sort of just <laughs> take each other out of the war. That's, that's fine. Uh, Northwestern, of course, is guarding Chicago. They can't go and join a fight because they were very impartial. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald does not play offense, (laughs) and Pat Fitzgerald is not going to join a union. So, (laughs) Chicago, uh, Northwestern is just going to stay put 40 miles north of Chicago. So, the East, seeing its capital so far away from the front, left only its seventh string reservists to guard capital New York City, that's Rutgers, (laughs) way, way, way over there on the very edge of our room here. What could possibly go wrong? Rutgers is in charge. (laughs) Here comes PJ Flex, fleet of a thousand lakes (laughs) around Nova Scotia. It's it's insanely fast how fast you can paddle. (laughs) Rutgers can't do anything to stop it because they are a 90-minute train ride south of the city they are allegedly in. (laughs) The West has just sacked New York City. Situation is dire.
5: That's fine. Take it. Ryan Nanny now lives
7: in Minnesota. Where was Penn State? Where was Penn State to to, to fortify, to defend? Well, they were in uh, Mississauga, Ontario. They went the wrong way. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Illinois went there too, so they've canceled each other out. It's awesome that they both actually moved. So The West has captured the East Capitol, but no one has yet won because no one controls Indianapolis. Unfortunately, the path is clear. I-70 is clear, straight from Columbus to Indianapolis not just Indianapolis the greater glories that follow because Ohio State entitled to Indianapolis not just that they're entitled to play the greatest from all around the country regardless of what happens within the Midwest they should they they should be given the chance to compete against anyone because they're Ohio State they want to they want to be recognized as the best army in the country they want to face all the other five-star generals Unfortunately, they forgot about a certain three-star general by the name of Kirk Ference. <laughs> this is when the Buckeyes were decimated by tactics from a century prior, <laughs> like wooden artillery shooting like clay at them.
5: Trebuchet! The <laughs> Trebuchets and shit. Trebuchet, the original punt. <laughs>
7: So what do the Buckeyes do about this? Well, they promote Colonel Greg Schiano, But he gets hit by a train in West Lafayette. <laughs> Ohio State has died. Who does this leave us with? Michigan? Nebraska? Ancient enemies. <laughs> a generation prior, these two split not just the Midwest. Is Nebraska in the Midwest? I don't know. No one, no one. They are Midwest legends, Nebraska. They split the entire country in two in the Battle of
1: 1997.
7: (laughs) The general leading the Huskers toward Indianapolis was a captain in that army and led an uneasy truce with the Wolverines in 1997. On the grounds of Lucas Oil Field or Stadium or whichever it is, during the pre-battle debate, because we are Big Ten gentlemen, General Harbaugh uses logic, reason, and intensity to convince General Frost to admit the Battle of Flea Kicker was a war crime. And no one should ever need a bullshit win over Missouri (laughs) in order to claim a national title. Except for my Colorado
1: Buffaloes.
7: The Huskers then yield before anyone asks them what they're doing in the War of the Big Ten anyway. All that's left is for Michigan to conquer Chicago. And that is when General Harbaugh opens Michigan's most powerful weapon of all, the history book. (laughs) General Harbaugh reveals Michigan already conquered Chicago in 1939. The Chicago Maroons last year in the Big Ten when Michigan kicked that ass 85 to nothing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thus did Michigan win a war using no weapon other than its mind. And that's the story. (laughs) (laughs) The War of the Big Ten.
5: You also had so much work you could have been doing while you.
3: Yeah, yeah. My boss didn't give me any. (laughs) Yeah. You're a terrifying human being. I am here to give you some uh, bad news. Unless you're a Michigan person, in which case, like, we're holding the axe. This is great. Because I wanted to go ahead and look through the Big Ten because um, I think there's some dead weight. (laughs) A little bit of dead weight, y'all. I just don't see this coming in. You know how in every movie when they want to have like a real nut cutter come into like a corporate situation and and really sort of tighten up things, they're either like this icy cold sort of like. uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, they'll either have Alec Baldwin come in and give some like like jersey talk, or they'll have some kind of glad handed southerner walk in and be like, well, hey, boys and girls, how you doing? Yeah, Billy Baldwin. Yeah, that
6: movie's called up in the air. So what are we doing here?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're about to be heartbroken. Okay. Uh, What we're going to do is uh, you and me, uh, Michigan people, we're going to go ahead. We're just going to look through the Big Ten. And I got to say, there's a couple of things. One, everyone's on notice. I mean, I don't think there's any part of this thing that we can't sell okay don't don't and and it's all up for grabs i just think that you know if you're not auditioning for your job every single day right rutgers
5: tickets we can't sell those we have a plan okay (laughs) tax write-off you're
3: thinking of you're thinking of rutgers as a football team and a university and i'm thinking of it as plasma we can sell
6: You say we have building materials besides people. I say mulch pile. Are
3: you talking about liquefying people? Liquidation. Yeah, absolutely. Liquidation. Language is important.
5: The body is already mostly water.
3: (laughs) Unless you've been drinking delicious Mountain Dew. Code Red. In
7: which case it's what? Mostly... mostly High fructose corn syrup. Shout out to the Midwest.
3: (laughs) Produced where? The Big Ten. (laughs) So... Speaking of expansion and high fructose corn syrup, Big Ten might have gotten out a little over our skis, all right? We need to create a more efficient product, something that's going to compete down the road. And I think in order to make sure that everyone is running at 110%, everyone needs to feel the guillotine right on the back of their neck. So you and I, we're going to do that. Now, why is Michigan qualified to do this? Well, we're going to decide this in the most American way possible. We're here first. (laughs) We're here first. Are you necessarily the most successful program in the Big Ten over the past 20 years? We were here first.
5: <laughs> and?
3: Is, is that how Americans decide things? Absolutely. Well, it's
5: not always about who's here first. Sometimes it's about who has the most money.
3: There is that. Yeah. Do you have more money than, than Michigan? No. Okay, so we get Fuck to decide. off. Yeah. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be on textbooks. <laughs> And if you want to get on textbooks, you'll put up the best numbers next quarter, okay? So this is your audit of the Big Ten, okay? And Michigan gets to decide this. So the one uh, university that's not in trouble, (laughs) it's you. (laughs) You're holding the ax. And we're going to start with somebody who uh, definitely needs to step it up. Illinois.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's the right response to your job is at risk. (laughs)
3: Illinois's like rolling in in a tank top with like the, the tall boy open, like, let's do this. <laughs> you can't hurt me any more than you already have. <laughs> but what do you do here, Illinois? Like, what do you do here? What, do, what, do you, what, what are you good at? What are your job skills? Getting Todd <laughs> I don't know. You didn't get Todd Graham. You didn't even do that. Did you like get his phone number? <laughs> Like what is the entire state besides like Chicago's scary basement? <laughs> what's Yeah, I know. Yeah, what's what's okay, you got more corn than Iowa, right? America definitely needs more corn. <laughs> Newcastle needs more coals. Yeah, Illinois, you're on notice. There's absolutely no reason for you to exist. So help us find one or next quarter we're going to be having a much more different conversation. Also, no flip-flops in the office. <laughs>
5: Penn State. And that's when Illinois shows up barefoot.
3: <laughs> I got those toe shoes. <laughs> Ron, Z- Ron Zook would have shown up in toe shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what you know, Illinois. Like, I'm a Florida fan. Illinois like, we're hiring Ron Zook. And I was like,
4: you are so Illinois.
5: <laughs>
3: Ron Zook coaches by the
5: doctors hate this one secret philosophy. <laughs>
3: Uh, Penn Especially State. You
6: went through a toe shoes phase.
3: I did. I bought toe shoes once. I really did, and then no one, like no one, would talk to me or notice me because they were ashamed. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to put the toe shoes away. Illinois keeps wearing them. Just, <laughs> just tripled down on the toe shoe phase of life. <laughs> Penn State. I would like to look at your personnel file, but it's just blacked out before 2012. <laughs> it's just, it's
1: just. Shh.
3: So we can really only discuss recent history. Uh, Let's see. You've only beaten Ohio State once in that span. And uh, what kind of a program does that? (laughs) It's just inexcusable. We're holding the axe. (laughs) If you forget this, Penn State. You, guy without axe. (laughs) Me, guy with axe. Also, by the way, like, how are you different than Kentucky? Explain that to me. How are you different? Are you Kentucky with a dairy? Ooh, that's neat. Are you expensive, Kentucky? Guess what? That's hustling backwards.
5: It's Kentucky without basketball.
3: Again, why are you hustling backwards? (laughs) Right? We're Kentucky with less coal. Again, not sold here. (laughs) What do you do here? That's what I really want to know, because you lost to Kentucky in a bowl game. So why don't I just go buy Kentucky? I can hire them. They're cheap. (laughs) <laughs> They're really, really cheap. So just show me what you can do over the next quarter, because I'm not really feeling it. To I be
5: really want to live in a world where Big Ten fans have to be like, "Yep, Kentucky's here."
7: Uh, <laughs> I, I really want, academics. I, I don't know. I really want Coach Cal in the Big Ten. <laughs> by the way.
3: Uh, yes, Kentucky currently has the deed to Florida. Which, good luck getting that to stand up in court.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that mortgage like to- is
3: underwater. Yeah. We'd like to insure this Florida we just acquired. Oh, <laughs> good luck.
5: It's full of ants with knives. Why did you buy this?
3: <laughs> no,
1: full-size knives. Full-size knives,
3: y'all. Rutgers. <laughs> two words. Two words. Meteorites. rights. That, that's good. That's good. You got that going for you. And two... Parking. So much parking. Immediately adjacent to New York City. Real close, right? Nod with me. Jim Delaney sold it. You can too. All right? You're unnoticed, Rutgers, but up you know that. Parking lot. You know that. That's the thing about Rutgers. They, they don't know this is a scam, or they know this is a scam, right? Like, Maryland's like, we'll be a member of a conference. Rutgers is like, pay us. <laughs> and we'll pave this whole goddamn university and turn it into a parking lot and be done with it. We'll just be done with it. You were the birthplace of civilization. Yeah, did you see where people came from? It's like a desert now. It's just...
5: Rutgers has two adjacencies going for it. The Big Ten and Johnson & Johnson. Two things that just save lives for some goddamn reason. Let Rutgers die!
3: And water. You can just push the whole university into it and start over. Let the river take away the sin. Indiana! Everybody turn off your recording devices here. Okay, Everybody turn off your recording devices. We're not... I can't. This is HR, so you can't... So Indiana, come in close. Come in close, Indiana. Okay? Not too close. You've been eating shrimp cocktail. (laughs) Indiana shrimp. That's how stupid Indiana is. Our big thing is shrimp cocktail. Inland? (laughs) We
7: grew them on a farm.
3: Yeah, they did. They're little cowboy shrimp. Uh, Indiana, I want you to know something. We're going to have a little something. I'm telling everyone else their job's in trouble. You're perfect. (laughs) You're special just the way you are. Do you know how important you are to this conference? You give people, like, just noble enough wins. You help us all pad the schedule by being like, it's a conference game. But you don't necessarily tank it or completely phone it in, like some people to the West in Illinois. (laughs) You at least try. You at least make things kind of interesting every now and then. And when you fail, it's like colorful failure. You're not just like, oh, you know, like the transmission went out of my car. No, you went off the goddamn off-ramp straight into a chemical fire i mean i gotta be honest at the office we love you you're the best don't change a thing were you thinking of like trying don't
1: don't get better
5: any big 10 fan that argues how many bowl teams their team beat that year indiana is on that list because of that
3: yeah so in other words like you can you can turn on the recorders now again okay just that's like blank tape right or delete it or just go like ah! over it okay because we don't want anyone else to hear that but indiana just keep doing what you're doing bro wisconsin one happy you show up sober <laughs> on thursdays sometimes wednesdays little trouble with your culture i gotta be honest because uh everyone in your department just ends up looking the same like everyone just... You hire someone and they turn into a beer keg of some sort. It's like little beer kegs like Paul Christ and big beer kegs like Bielema and then... Uh, that's why Anderson didn't work out. You know, you hired a guy who was like, I'm going to stay trim and they're like, fuck off.
5: He's doing cardio.
3: It's unacceptable.
5: I saw him eating chicken. You know? This is the second show in three weeks
6: which we theorized about children being named after party balls. And the other school doing it was LSU.
3: Yes, because remember, between us, you and LSU, same people. <laughs> same people. Beer, a lot of alcohol, hunting, disbelief in government or order of any kind of sort, right? <laughs> Definitely. Like, you know, wait, has if you've woken up in the woods recently, you're probably a Wisconsin or LSU fan. <laughs>
6: can't spell Lutherans without LSU.
3: <laughs> and one. But uh, it, that's it. Culturally, it's, it's a little troubling and everything, you know. And, uh, but in other words, you know, like, I just want you to feel gently threatened by things, right? Wisconsin, otherwise, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and just don't tell anybody that you hire people by putting a sweatshirt on them and seeing how they look. <laughs> like, make them do an interview. Fill out a form or two. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, like Barry's just gotten sloppy. Gotten. (laughs) Purdue! We need to talk about your most recent business trip to Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) It's common for people to go down there and get a little off the rails. Get it? Choo-choo. Because they have a train. But, uh, but... I can't really do the HR paperwork. There's no spot on the HR paperwork for Eaten by Tiger in Tampa. There's now, not. There's in an eaten Tampa,
5: by... there definitely is a spot on that HR paper. That
3: is a goddamn lie because there's paperwork in Tampa in the same sentence and that is just that ain't happening.
5: Rolling papers.
3: We need to talk. <laughs> also, by the way, your recent attempt to be cool in the office has yielded mixed results with everybody okay because we do appreciate the additional production but don't try to be cool that's not your thing right because you're engineers and when you try to be cool it's the kind of cool that's like yeah, i'm gonna wear pvc pants and like dress like i'm in the matrix and it's 1999 i'm gonna gonna get into polyamory and no one's comfortable (laughs) with any of that yeah, I'm like a vegan, samurai, ninja, cyber kind of... What happens if kinda. you
5: Google Purdue Open Marriage? Are there any results?
3: Danny Hope.
5: <laughs> Good. Yeah. He's doing this on library
7: there, Wi-Fi. Uh, there are several Hang articles on. at purdue.edu
6: about this <laughs> very subject. The first result is from purdue.edu. Change in family status as it might affect your benefits. <laughs>
3: I can't sure. think of a more open marriage.
5: What a dork ass thing. I want to have an open relationship, but how will it affect my flex spending account? Wait, wait.
1: <laughs> how do you know I Googled that in the last three weeks?
3: <laughs> so,
7: for the Google search Purdue open marriage, there is an ad from Ashley Madison. Someone programmed this? <laughs> Someone <laughs> My second
6: result was is happen? about Amelia Earhart's private life.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I was like following down that road. What's more open of a marriage than the one between Neil Armstrong, the Earth, and the Moon? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the like ultimate threesome.
1: The moon is We're doing cold. this in a library. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Iowa I gotta say this, we have to tell everybody that we're threatening here Iowa, completely thrilled with what you've done recently Especially some things more than others <laughs> <laughs> Greg Schiano couldn't figure out a rollout <laughs> And NFL great defensive coordinator Was like,
1: sorcery
5: And then Tennessee Tried to hire him
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: how'd, that,
5: how'd that go? How'd that go? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it didn't totally work out.
3: You know, Iowa, you're basically like, you know, you're, you're, you're probably going to be fine. Don't tell anyone that. You're probably going to be fine. You're like Donna from Parks and Rec, right? If you remember Donna, like every now and then, it'd be like, yeah, you know, my rental condo in Seattle, you know, I really got to do something with that. You know, the spot in Hawaii, I really got to fix up. Like quietly, secretly, millionaires. That's Iowa, right? Just chugging along. You keep doing that. Maryland, that's not the case. <laughs> Maryland, we've got some stuff to discuss. You need to get colder. I don't know how you make it happen. <laughs> but you gotta get colder, because uh, you're an abominable sweat bath of a state. From stem to stern. It's just, like, literally, look at it on the map. It's just one horrible case of swamp ass. Like, literally. <laughs> like, the whole thing. So you need but to do. Oh, we some-
5: have weird salt. Cool.
3: Yeah. You need to do something. Like, you're only, like, you also need to do this. Like, academically, like, we gotta keep this Big Ten thing up. We're like, eh, we're real smart. Yeah, sure. We, we have Marilyn and Rutgers in conference now, okay? So, obviously, this is an issue. You need to step it up. Uh, your primary export is journalists. That's not going to cut it. It's just not. Sports not... journalists, Especially, Come on, man. Think of something. Make up a program. Bribe some people at U.S. News and World Report. That's what everyone else in the Big Ten does. So, just go ahead. Get on board with this. Um, also, your only superpower is beating Texas. Basically, you're on par with obesity. <laughs> Yeah, this is your report card and it's not looking good, Maryland. is what I'm saying. All right, Northwestern, I'm going to give you the cruelest thing I can give you, um, which is I'm not going to grade you. (laughs) If you want those grades, it's going to be $25,000 a year in cash payable to me. If you tell HR about this, I'll shoot the tires out of your car. your Audi. (laughs) Because of course you have an Audi. (sighs) Yes, I know you went to Northwestern. I've met you for a minute. (laughs) Minnesota, I'm going to tell you this. We're just going to play this little game. One, you ain't cutting it. Two, lakes aren't that special. They're not. They're just God's puddles. (laughs) Just like celestial sweat stop celebrating it okay <laughs> wisconsin's got all of that and festive alcoholism and lumberjack games what do you have you got passive aggression that's it. it's your number one export do better okay next quarter because guess what i have aggression aggression that's what beats this okay also you hired bj fleck we'll talk about that next year <laughs> uh we have nebraska we were talking about meteorites with Rutgers as being their primary asset, guess what yours are? Meteorites. <laughs> we haven't seen enough space junk out of you. Also, I don't really buy some of the points on your application. I know the previous management accepted it, but uh, the background check on you actually producing food is not coming through. Have you ever seen any food from Nebraska? I've never. Like Runza, that's not food. It's just not food. And you gotta like generate something in order to be in the Big Ten. So it's either that or championships, and neither one of those seem to be on the way. So pick it up. Finally, I want to talk to Michigan State for a minute. Michigan State could just sit down. We have any Michigan State people in here? Yes, it's gonna be bad for you. (laughs) Because everyone else, everyone else, you know, like everyone else, we've given a kind of, you know, like, hey, you're doing this well, right? You're supposed to do that when you do these kind of like, you know, quarterly reviews and put everyone on blast I'm gonna keep it short Michigan State we don't need you (laughs) leave (laughs) just go go just trash just go like we're not even gonna give you the option right like (laughs) haha we have to do some paperwork afterwards it's done (laughs) like you can come into the office for the next two weeks and your badge might kind of work on some of the doors but uh, we're gonna keep you out of the snack room break room off-limits all right if the Big Ten is a group project, what are you contributing? Nothing. You're coasting. You're just sitting over there, not generating a single point, okay? Not doing a damn thing. Like, what do you have that's a unique value to the Big Ten, right? I'm going to go back to the dairy thing. You're like, well, we're an ag school. Well, where are we going to find another one of those in the Big Ten? <laughs> <laughs> we're the gritty ag school. Okay, Mad Max farmers. <laughs> is that really your cell? Right,
5: they can't sustain those kind of drives, you know that. <laughs>
3: like, you're your chief, like, not discussing anything that's happened recently there because I think that would be unfair ammunition. You could be replaced by a grocery store if that's your primary argument as an institution. Bye, we're finished. So, Michigan State, you're completely out of the league, and I think we covered everybody. That's everybody, <laughs> yeah.
7: Yep, that was every Big Ten School. Every Big Ten School. <laughs>
5: um, okay, so this is the part of the live show where I, I have to say this part for, so the people who are listening will feel bad that they're not here. This is where we're going to do a Q&A. It does not go in the episode. It's only for the people who are here.
3: It's a dark To make match.
5: them feel bad about the choices that they've made, although maybe they already do because they listen to this podcast. <laughs>
3: we got anything we're we gonna
7: sing sing a song no oh. no no
1: no no no, no. <laughs> this ain't that's ain't no, Texas, this ain't so. Texas. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah I, I have nothing left. yeah y'all beat Maryland <laughs> yeah no we we have emptied the chamber so uh, what I'm going to say in short is uh, thank you so much for coming out thank you for staying the whole time thank you for I, I think all of you consciously made a decision to stop sweating and I'm really impressed by that. And I did not. <laughs> Don't hug me. <laughs> so, thank you all for coming out. Thanks for coming out to the full cast. Hail to the victors and go blue. Good night, y'all.